Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of friends have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy Griffiths and today I'm drinking Blue Moon. Oh God, I'm sorry, I was just so disgusted by your drink's choice there. That is absolutely hideous. It's a delicious drink. Oh, oh no, it's not. No, it's Very not. Very much a fa- What, what, what don't you like about it? The only thing that should have that much hops in is hops. It's not very hoppy though. It's um, oh, it really it's is. Like, it's like a blonde or something, isn't it? It's quite a uh, quite it's a, light beer. It's it's a wheat beer, but it's. Uh, are, you, are you talking about the citrusy notes in it? Yeah. Because I think it does actually have like orange in it. Yeah, that has uh-huh. no place in a beer. I've had it before and I hated it, and I regretted paying money for it. Oh, I'm a big fan. You go ahead with your blue moon, Ben. Much yeah. cruel. <laughs> and locked in with me today, we have. So I, the grumbly voice in, in the in the. the well, in your ear now, I guess. Um, I am John, and I'm drinking London Porter, a proper beer, like mm-hmm. your beer, but for men. And I'm Riggedy Diggity Mike Collins, um, and I am drinking neither a beer nor a porter. I'm drinking a delicious glass of the Unexpected Grenache, which has a very exciting label um, and is eminently drinkable. So, how does it work? Each week, we'll get locked into one of the infinite escape rooms, many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. If we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit. Our deposit this week is the pocket money our mums gave us for some sweets. Oh no! Well, that's Yeah, indeed. This week, we find ourselves in a beigey grey room. There's contrasting smells of cheap sugary chocolate left in the sunny window and inky papers full of lies. There's a sign that says, no more than two children in between 3pm and 4pm next to the door, and some odd crappy toys dotted around the place. We must be in a small local newsagents. The kindly bloke that runs the infinite newsagents has nipped upstairs for some lunch so that the shop is closed on other people's lunch hour. If he finds us here when he gets back, he'll surely turn us into the fuzz. Or worse. The decal-laden door is our only escape, and locked with three whimsical whimsical padlocks. (laughs) I'm sorry, I've enjoyed that as much as I did. (laughs) Do you want to just record each word separately and then stitch them together at the end? The decal-laden door is our only (laughs) escape, and locked with three whimsical padlocks. (laughs) This is like a one-man game of word association. Whimsical, I love it. Padlock, I, I like how like there's a different intonation on every one as well. So when you do edit it together, it's going to sound like you're having a fit. <laughs> also, I love how you how much genteel vitriol you managed to squeeze into that intro. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm absolutely ready, Benji. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. This week we have got the drinks fridge, the top shelf, and the counter. What do we fancy first? Hmm. When one goes to a shop, one first picks up. A fizzsome drink. Mm. That sounds rather like you want to go to the drinks fridge, which is my puzzle. So um, you step over to uh, the drinks. I wrote freezer, but it's not a freezer. It's a fridge, <laughs> isn't it? It's a big, a big fridge, um, which you would reach into into the uh, refrigerated shelves to find your beer, your cider, your sparkling wine, and some spurious tropical juice drinks in cartons that look like they were made in the 90s and have never, ever been bought by anyone, but are still there. And all of that is there in this drink's fridge. There is a problem, though. It is closed. The flexible metal shutter at the top has been pulled down and shut in front of you. There's a small sign on it. You can see the drinks through it, uh, and in the middle of the shutter is a keyhole. To the left of it, attached to one side of the fridge, is an analog clock. Oh, and over your shoulder, before you try anything funny, watching over this scene is a security camera. 
one of those kind of small box ones that sits on the end of a metal arm and protrudes out of a wall and it's watching over the fridge. And on the other side, behind the camera, are some shelves. What would you like to do? What does the sign say? It says, alcohol only sold within licensed hours, 1100 to 2015, the management. And the clock shows the correct time, by the way. It's, it is now... 2022 so you are out of hours and by 1100 you mean 11 a.m yes lovely so literally the only meaning of 1100 in in terms of time well that or the year in which case in which case (laughs) we're five years too late to buy alcohol (laughs) you did say 2015 (laughs) yeah i mean they had a great time through the renaissance with their their fizzy drinks and their white lightning a bit of red bull to get the painting going benjo i have a thought um there is a camera facing these fridges, and there's our clock. Are we able to manipulate the hands of the clock at all, John? Uh, one could, but uh, as you reach for it with the uh, camera looking down on you, your deposit seems uncertain. Oh, okay. Interesting. Should we have a little turn around? And, uh, oh, actually, sorry, more about the clock. Is there anything else on the clock face other than hands and numbers? Yeah, there's a movable plate, um, one of those that says AM, PM, like an old airport um, sort of, uh, you know, when the announcement boards on airports used to have those sort of clacky things that turn around. And on one side, it's one thing, on another side, it's another thing. So it has one mm-hmm. of those. So, okay. Because it's an analog clock. So it's, um, you know, it's saying, it's saying 8.24 right now with PM. Lovely. I've never understood people who needed that. Um, I mean, you're not going to like wake up from a coma and be like, everybody's eating lunch around me and the clock says it's 12. Is it the middle of the night as the blazing sun illuminates everybody's club sandwiches? I suppose in uh, a setting like perhaps an airport where you could be jet lagged and, and mm. you know, coming from different time zones and also potentially where there may not be that many windows. So you or don't in know that exactly shitty what... time of winter where it feels like it's always dark and oh, it could just be yes. six. Yeah. And At that, that point, it could be 6am or pm or whatever. Yeah, that, that bastard time of winter. Yes. So now. only the Brits understand, yeah. I think it's perhaps a, a shockingly small amount of scenarios where it is useful. Can we have a look at these shelves, John? You can. So the shelves, it's a bit of a bunch of odds and sods, really. Uh, there's a stationary section with some pens, pencils, sellotape, that kind of thing, all overpriced. And there's also a miscellaneous section, which includes a plunger, some novelty wine glasses, and a Polaroid camera. Oh. 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 <laughs> Okay. Ah, I think I, th- I think we might. Okay, have just you're both just saying noises. The audience has been listening for a year or more. They know what we mean. <laughs> yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Hey, ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what Mike is thinking is that we take the plunger and apply it to the to the uh, the keyhole and try and suck some of the alcohol out. Is that rather the gist of it, Mike? That's a much better idea than what I had. <laughs> fact, why bother with the plunger? I should attach my face and slurp. <laughs> I, I'm guessing you were doing something with the Polaroid. Yes, I thought we might um, perhaps take the Polaroid camera, bring it up mm-hmm. to the level of the cam, bring it up to the level of the security camera, take a Polaroid photograph with Ben and I behaving normally in front of well, Ben, I suppose, because I'm holding the camera, <laughs> and then pull out the little photograph that it spits out, give it a little shake. Realise that's not what you're supposed to do because apparently it damages it or something. Mm, and, it does. And, and then I guess take another one uh, with better colour balance because we haven't shaken it. Give it a few minutes to develop and then place it carefully in front of the camera lens so that they think that there's nothing going on that's fishy-like. Um, you're going to need to secure it with something in front of the camera lens or it will just fall down. Uh, perhaps uh, a concoction of sellotaped pens and pencils to get the... <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yes, we we could make a small bridge out of the pens, Ben. <laughs> a scaffold. You don't want to. You don't want to put it like right up to the lens because it'll block out all the light. So it'll need to be you know correctly That's positioned. True. I'm gonna say twelve inches. I really wish I was there so that you could demonstrate to me with pens, pencils, and tape how this would actually work because I think you have no idea. Oh, actually, better idea. We'll dangle it from the ceiling on a bit of sellotape. Yeah, that works. Okay, so you... <laughs> can I just assume that you've done all this then? Yes. Right. Yes. The camera now has a Polaroid photo of a blissful and oddly still scene with you two in it behaving very normally and very stilly in front of the lens dangled <laughs> on sellotape. Jesus! <laughs> Loving the sound effect. Dangled on sellotape so beautifully that it is as if the scene is real. What would you like to do now? I think we adjust the hands of the clock to, um, I'm going to say, a quarter past 4 p.m. So you're moving the hour hand to 4, the minute hand to 15, and then you're flipping the... I'm flipping the little tab to p.m. Uh, It was already p.m., was it not? In which case, I'll flick it to a.m. just to check it works and then flick it back to (laughs) p.m. Just to be safe. So uh, you change the clock to 4.15pm, which brings you inside the licensed hours of the shop. You fiends, the fridge shutter clicks, opens, leaving you with some drinks, and you two are a pair of alkeholics. Yay! (laughs) Do we get a key? That that was too easy. You are the key. (sighs) That was too easy. I knew it. That was perfect. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, no, it was, really. So Ben and I are the key. Ben, I really hope you only had either two whimsical padlocks or three whimsical padlocks, but one of the whimsical padlocks <laughs> is in the shape of you and me. What did I say? I, did you lock us in? I, I did say three, yes. No, I did. Okay. Do, do you not remember? Three whimsical <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly Captain Kirk is doing it. Okay, I should return you to the room. Uh, having become a pair of alkeholics, I, I still enjoy that. You return to the shop floor and survey your surroundings. Excellent. Uh, so we are 10 minutes down, because I remembered to put the timer on this time. Yay! Um, <laughs> uh, John, what do you fancy next? Do you fancy having a peruse at the top shelf or heading Ooh. over to the counter? Um, mm, well, we should do the counter last, because that's where you pay, isn't it? Learn that at the greengrocers. Yeah, that's how shops work. Um, so let's go and rather sheepishly survey the top shelf. Is it worth saying, as in mentioning what the top for the shelf transatlantic is? listeners, not just what the top shelf is, but what the fuck a corner shop is? Um, oh, yeah. Because that means nothing to anyone outside of the UK. Oh, no. That, that's, uh, okay, so I, I can do this. I can do this. Okay, so a corner shop is like one of your Walmarts, um, except what? the size of one of your garages. Okay, it's a 7-Eleven, um, people. It's but, a 7-Eleven. No, but it's filled with the same amount of stock as an entire Walmart normally. And it, and it legally has to be run by an immigrant but I, I don't mean like a sort of eastern european it has to be run by a family either of sort of windrush heritage or indo-pakistani Ooh. heritage oh oh john it has to be this is interesting because the the um the two news agents that i had in in the town i grew up in uh, one of them was just like uh an old like british bloke um and the other one was um run by a couple of old ladies again british Right. They're all dead now. Who do you think runs those shops now? Uh, one of them uh, is still run by old people. Uh, <laughs> and the other one, the other one has just become like various different things. It's now like um, like, a, like a bong shop. A what shop? 
It's a shop that sells bongs. Oh, right. Other, Sorry, I misheard other you Other drug paraphernalia. Fair enough. Um, You're filtering it through your, your metropolitan bubble, John. <laughs> I am, yes. Um, but really, the only thing for uh, any like uh, America's listeners to know is that um, when you get robbed in one of these shops, you probably survive. Once again, John's metropolitan bubble. Hey, I live in southeast London. That was about as knifey as it gets. And the thing you need to know about the top shelf is so these um, are one of the these shops are one of the few places that still stock print media. Um, and um, print media is is magazines. Um, and there's still apparently some people who buy them. Um, and and this is where you find them. And the very top shelf of those is my rather naughty puzzle. So you approach the magazine rack, and your eyes, being the gentleman that you are, are drawn inexorably up from the very bottommost, which is the Beano and the Dandy, uh, past the middle shelf, where the only magazine I can think of really is PC Gamer, uh, which is a fantastic magazine. Oh, I don't know. There's Top Gear. There's Men's Health. There's Psychology Weekly. There's all Ugh. the weird ones that yeah. surely nobody pays money for. One of the guys I went to university with had a subscription to Tractors Weekly. Oh, how can they be weekly? How, can how many tractors are coming out? About <laughs> this week, the JCB Plowmaster 4000. Will it have slightly wider tyres <laughs> than the last why, one? Why Who is knows? Donald Trump talking about tractors suddenly? <laughs> anyway, your eyes are drawn past this definitely not dead medium up to the topmost shelf, which is, as all good British boys know, full of grumble mags. That's right. <laughs> it's your, your pornography. It's all the wonderful, glorious, lovely stuff that makes you feel all special and tickly down in your trouser regions. Grumble mags. I've never, You've never heard, heard it called a grumble, grumble mag before. No. Oh, okay. Crumble or grumble? Grumble. Anyway, so upon um, a slightly closer inspection of this particular top shelf of grumble mags, uh, you can see that the shop itself is um, trying to save money and it's stocking discount knockoff porno. Uh, so it appears to be penny-pinching versions of, uh, of more popular pornographic publications. So you see on the shelf there are six choices of magazine. Um, would you like me to read them to you from, from left to right? Mm. Okay, so we have... Hustler, which uh, mostly consists of reader-submitted grinder dick pics. Oh. Uh, we have Ent House, which is uh, sexy tree people doing sexy tree stuff. Uh, we have Men World, uh, which is just sexy oiled men dressed as their favourite planets. <laughs> we have uh, we have Beaver Hun, which is uh, it's just a normal grumble mag, except the photographer and editor think they're both Hitler. Uh, and finally, we have Asan Babes, which are sexy ladies from the All Saints Action Network, saucy edition, and. Absolutely finally, at the end, we have the forbidden Wanker's Choice. Uh, it's a, a pornographic magazine of such high potency that merely glancing at the editorial comments could cause a gentleman to perform a little unaided genetic expungence. So for everybody's safety, it's been chained to the shelf with cold iron. Uh, the front cover proclaims this month's recommended wrist technique is the scrambler. And it appears to have a free gift on the cover. What would you like to do? Um, I feel like the... We have to get at the one that's changed the shelf. Um, are we able to get out of the free gift? No. So you try and uh, get past chains, but they are l lashing it tight to the shelf. Uh, the chains themselves appear to be locked with a five-digit alphabetical combination lock. Okay. So there's six in total. So the other five must give us the code to the sixth one. Um, can we look inside the magazines? Sure, sure. You look at Hustler, um, and as I've described, it mostly consists of reader-submitted grinder dick pics. Uh, there's also some Tumblr stuff in there as well. Lord. Um, next one? Uh, the next one was Ent House, uh, and yeah, it's just sexy tree people doing sexy tree stuff. Mm. Ever wondered what happened after Lord of the Rings? 
this. Oh, God. That's quite sad because Treebeard actually talks about the Entwives, but they've all gone mm. in the Lord yeah, of Things. Oh, they've all, all left. They're all, they're all here. There's a great living to be made. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like the, the, the caption is, Got Bush? Damn, oh, oh damn it, Mike. You're taking some, something quite mournful from one of the most favouritest books of my life and you are raping it in a ditch. There is uh, there's something um, quite terrible about uh, tree people sort of doing it on dead paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is quite dark, isn't it? Mm, it's like giving a cow a leather jacket. Yes. That kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Five-digit alphabetical code. What is it currently set to? It's currently set to, let me think of a rude five, um, Apple. Brilliant. It, yeah, it, it, it's not, not set to anything important at the moment. The first one was Hustler, the second one was Entaus, the third one was... Uh, Menworld or Men's World. Uh, Menworld. Menworld. The fourth one was... Beaver Hun. Beaver Hun. Oh, God. The fifth one... Asan Babes. Yeah, A-S-A-N, Babes. And not Assam. Like yeah, I not, not like the T, um... <laughs> uh, which would have been easier. That's why it's the All Saints Action Network, which turns out is a real thing. But it's not all in uppercase, it's just A-S-A-N, um, lowercase. Even the first day? Uh, except for the first day, because leading capitals. But you know where I'm coming from. T- t- title case. <laughs> yeah. And the final title, the ones in the chains? Uh, Wanker's Choice. I've got before there, Fubion. I've got no idea what it says. Fubion? Fubion. Forbidden. You try to oh, write forbidden. forbidden. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Hmm. Hustler, Men World, Beaver Hunt, Asan Babes, Wanker's Choice. So the first letters of all those words in order spell Hemball. I don't think that's it. Um, hang on. Do we take the missing letters? I don't know what the missing... What, what's missing from Hustler? Um, so you may listen to my pronunciations. Let me tell you how the title is spelled. H-U-S-T-L-R. Like, that's why... Like okay. Grinder and Tumblr. Oh, I see, I see. So... The first one would be E. The second one would be P. The second one, the third one would be S. The fourth one would be T. What's the missing one from Aslan Babes? I fucked up my puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you fucked it up or have I fucked it up? No, I fucked it um, up. Wh- Hang on. Wh- why? Why the T on the fourth one, John? Beaver Hunt. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, not that I'm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm. I. I read it. I'm just. Yeah. I'm assuming that Beaver Hunt. Yeah. The obvious thing to do is put a T on the end. I'm. I'm I have no personal experience of <laughs> any of the aphomentioned magazines, hole, except well, for Wanker's th- Choice, because it is the Wanker's Choice. Yeah. Um, so Should we tell so, the Americans what wanker means? Because that's not a thing there either, is it? Serial masturbator. Oh, there we go. Um, just, you know, also, sinner, just a, sinner. If, we can, if we can get back to my fuck up, um, which I'd just like to get out of the way as soon as possible. Right. I may have, Are you changing uh, your title? Uh, I'm changing it. Uh, so... Beaver Hun mm-hmm. should have been Beaver Hut, um, which right. I guess is now sexy um, <laughs> semi-aquatic animals in a pizza hut. Or <laughs> or a beaver crossed with a hut. Oh, like Jabba the Hut. Mm. Oh, oh, there we go. Um, n- knickers, knickers made of cardboard boxes. Beaver Hut. There we go. There Sorted. we go. So that would go E-P-S-N. Isn't that channel? Um, Atan Babes? What's the missing? What's the missing letter there? Hmm. Asan babes. I would just like to remind you that these are um, knockoff bits of porno. They are penny-pinching versions of popular pornographic publications. Asan, oh god, am I going to start googling this? Popular pornographic publications. Mike, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, Asan babes. Asan babes. Asan babes. <laughs> 
Ass and babes. Do you do the voiceover for them? <laughs> ass and babes. Ass, ass and, ass and, is it S? Should the way you keep on ass, saying it. S? The way, the way you keep on saying it, it, it sounds like you're putting a H after the, after the S. Uh, but I don't think that makes any sense either. No. Ash, ash and babes, sexy burns <laughs> victims. Jesus. I put my hand on the George Foreman. Look at the scab on that one. I really don't know what ass and babes might be. A-S-A-N babes. Is that it? Michael, the spelling. The spelling. A-S-A-N space babes. Asian babes. Yep, Asian babes. Very good. So that gives us E-P-S-N-I, which are all of the letters to spell penis. So, Michael, could we uh, put the uh, combination P-E-N-I-S into the combination lock and claim our wanker's choice? You absolutely can. You twiddle the uh, characters you've just described into the padlock. I've started twiddling and- it. Um, preparing yourself to have a right old twiddle once you get the the delicious juice within the cold iron chains um, strangely warm possibly from engulfing all the the hands on this book um, clink off and go to the floor Uh, you are now able to either open the magazine uh, or retrieve the free gift on the cover could we retrieve the free gift you have made the correct choice if you had opened the magazine you would have spent the rest of the day desperately frotting Uh, you retrieve the free gift it's inside a little box you open it up and inside is the frisky very good solved my puzzle very good (laughs) and now (laughs) some hilarious facts about the magazine so hustler turns Mm. out has been going since 1974 wow penthouse was originally like an urban lifestyle magazine with a bit of softcore porno uh that sort of evolved into kind of just a bit more porno because people were like i'm not really here for the lifestyle magazine on what slippers (laughs) i'm here for Um, the porn yeah um where was it um asian babes is a British softcore porno that originally only featured South Asian, Korean, Chinese, and Japanese and Thai origin models, but later um, incorporated Indian and Pakistani models from the United Kingdom. Hmm. Uh, and more recently, um, Asian models from other countries. Um, and then Beaver Hunt, it turns out, was a spin-off of Hustler, of reader submissions. Reader submissions? Yeah, best not to think about that. What? What, like amateur photography? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it, this wasn't a nice one to research, it turns out. That was a really, really <laughs> horrible Wikipedia stub to come across. Man, your, your Google search history right now. I mean, everyone's is full of porn, but yours is full of just really odd, anachronistic porn. Yeah, definitely shouldn't have done it at work, really, but never mind. Anyway, with the frisk key in hand and wanker's choice uh, safely where it belongs on the top shelf uh, and not in front of your eyes and hands, um, you skip merrily back to the middle of the shop news agents lovely well that leaves us only with the counter and that is my puzzle okay so you approach the counter on the customer side the counter stretches from wall to wall on the very left hand side of the counter you can see the lottery machine to the right of the lottery machine is the till it's sort of like one of those older uh, electronic tills that just shows you uh, numbers like not not what they're scanning through to the right of the till there is a space that you could pass goods and and uh, and money and whatnot to the right of that little space there is the scratch card display and to the right of the scratch card display is a flappy up bit that you could walk through that's currently open i should also note that uh, on the back wall is the tobacco cabinet what would you like to do I'd like to walk through the flappy bit. Can John walk and can I stay, just in case there's a bit of clever dual side stuff going on? Uh, I can tell you now that there is no interaction required. Oh, I'm going to join John on the other side of the tail. Okay, um, now we're back on the kind of the, the business side of the 
till um what can we see around us apart from just the till okay so you can obviously see all of the things that i previously uh mentioned but from a slightly different perspective um in addition things that i didn't note uh was there's a cardboard box down on the floor that you almost tripped over uh, coming around to the back and there's a couple of shelves underneath the counter i'm a sucker for a cardboard box you root through the cardboard box it appears to be stock of chocolate bars Hmm. Okay, and the shelf? The shelf uh, has uh, many, many packets of uh, thin plastic bags, some old coffee cups that are used, um, and if you root around a little bit, you can find the remnants of uh, a ashtray, which looks like it's been there since the smoking ban, and a old empty bottle of teacher's whiskey. Hmm. Teacher's whiskey for our international listeners is the stuff that you drink when you're 15, um, and then becomes <laughs> completely undrinkable beyond that point. For good reason. It's a very harsh blend. Mm, um, I really don't know where to begin. Um, okay, well, let's maybe maybe the till. The till's uh, a focal point of, uh, of the cashier. Okay, so you take a little look at the till. There really isn't much to see on it. You've got a display that uh, that gives you presumably a, a running total. It currently reads uh, zero zero zero. There is a uh, a number pad zero through to nine. There's a plus and minus button, presumably for adding and removing items, and a vend button. You also notice the letters LB scratched into the plastic of the casing. LB. For a till that you said didn't have a lot going on, this till's got a lot going on, Ben. <laughs> LB. Um, the tobacco behind the uh, till, can we open that? The uh, the door is like a roller down door, mm-hmm. but it is locked with four digit combination lock. So we've got to get to the uh, tobacco. Hmm. <laughs> can this till scan things? It cannot. Okay. So we're just putting numbers in. LB. LB. Can I hit vend on the till? You can. You hear some sort of uh, a beep and uh, some grinding sounds from the drawer. Uh, the drawer appears to be unable to open. Uh, you notice uh, on the drawer that it requires a key to open, and you uh, take it that it is locked. Okay. Okay. Can I just look at one of the chocolate bars in the box? Of course you can. Uh, it's a marathon bar. Wow, we're going back in time, aren't we? <laughs> can I ask what the sell-by date on that marathon bar is? Um, ben Googles when marathon <laughs> went. Stop being marathon. Um, it has the sell-by date, nineteenth uh, of July, nineteen ninety. There it is. That marathon bar is nearly as old as me. Part of me wants to open it, hmm, but nothing. Is there a price on it? Uh, there is not. You will know that all news agents know the price of every item of stock in their shop. Hmm. John, I have seen you eat off my floor before. Um, <laughs> I'm not I eating the marathon bar. I, just, I won't judge. Well, more than usual, anyway. Okay, um, can we take a look at the scratchies, please? Of course you can. Uh, although from the front it looked fully stocked, uh, you notice that there is actually only one card left mm. in uh, in slot number four. Uh, can, can, I, can I pull it out? Of course. Uh, you notice that it is unused, unscratched. Uh, it has Scratch Me 101 uh, written across the top, and it has four silver discs that you could scratch off. I, I'd like to, uh, to get... Yeah, a bit of the old thumbnail and give that a scratch. No, no, get a two two P piece out. We can't get in the till. The old-fashioned <laughs> way. Oh, no, true. Uh, you use your uh, your thumbnail to scratch off the silver discs and uh, you get the digits 1834. Hmm. No prize. 1834. Our numerical code requires five. Oh, I had four. Oh, 
Well, let's put in 1834 then. You uh, key in 1834 into the combination lock and it unlocks and you can throw the roller door upwards to Ooh, reveal fags. the tobacco. <laughs> oh, for the American listeners, fags does not mean what you think it means. Well, it also means that, but it doesn't. for the purposes of this, it's, it's a way of talking about tobacco. Oh, Cigarettes. God. Oh, Are we going to lose our quaint British status by um, constantly footnoting everything we say? Well, that's quite a bad one. You know, we open a door at a news agents and you shout fags loudly. Oh, okay. Um, okay, sorry, Ben. Uh, can we take a look at the canter sticks, please? Of course. You'll note that there are multiple brands. Uh, would you like me to read them out to you? Please do. You have got, in alphabetical order, Benson and Hedges, Bond Street, Embassy, Lambert and Butler, Mayfair, Pall Mall, and Richmond. They come, uh, you see that there are uh, multiple packs of each uh, brand. They come in 20s, 36s, 52s, and 101s. Could I take out the Lambert and Butler ones, please, and take a look at them? Of which size? The 101 size. Because we had our 101 on our scratch card. Excellent. So Did we? We had 1843 on our scratch card. Uh, but it was called a Scratch Me 101 uh, scratch card. You, uh, you take out the 101s pack of cigarettes, of uh, Lambert and Butler cigarettes, and you notice that the, uh, the film is not on it. It also appears to be remarkably empty. Is there anything in it at all, if I open it up? Uh, there is. You uh, sort of, as you open... So I, I, I'm loving the, uh, the remarkably empty box. It's remarkable in its emptiness because it is in fact not empty. <laughs> in the same way as the unremarkable till. Oh, you're a terrible human, Ben. I'm paraphrasing slightly. The, you open up the lid of the box and the box sort of uh, falls open, sort of unfolds. And uh, on the inside of the box, uh, you see a roughly drawn sketch. The sketch appears to resemble the counter. It shows the front of the counter, uh, where the customers would stand, and the till, uh, and the shelf that the till sits on. However, the shelf the till sits on does not go all the way back to the uh, to the wall, if you like, that the customer stands in front of. Um, there's a little recess at the back, uh, and it appears to show a small box in that recess. Is there such a recess in real life? You, well, in, in real life or in this puzzle? In this puzzle. You uh, sort of have a have a grab around the back of the till underneath the the counter and you do indeed find a small metal box what pray tell is in the box you uh, you pull the box out it's a small cigarette box an old uh, an old sort of uh, tobacco tin uh, that says woodbine on it opening up the box you find a small t- uh, cigarette card uh, with a picture of an old fashioned key on it and you find a small key um no congratulatory message you have found that no okay oh uh, no no because we've got um the the till was locked ah, key, yes. wasn't it? We, we couldn't open the um the dickery do so if we can take the small key please and use it to unlock the um the till drawer of course uh you had already pressed vent so unlocking the till drawer the till drawer pings open there is no cash in the drawer but you do find a key you have found the backy and you have solved my puzzle Oh. <laughs> nice very good very good i love the image of this shopkeeper who's just you said it was like a, a nice a nice old man except he mistrusts people so much that he's got security cameras <laughs> watching the tropicana and he's hidden the key to the till an empty till through an elaborate means including printing a fake scratch card and after doing all of that he's then left the shop open well no it was locked with three whimsical padlocks this is true it was his mistake making them whimsical Shouldn't have done that. And with 20 minutes to spare, we take the Alkeholics, the Frisky, and the Backy into the three whimsical padlocks, and we escape. Excellent, Smithers.
And there we are. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds and iTunes and also on our website www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Just search for The Infinite Escape Room. We'd love to have a feedback and to hear where The Infinite Escape Room should take us next. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could give us a rating and a bit of a review on iTunes, Facebook, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you next time for another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Tatty Plumbles. John, say goodbye. Oh, bye, bye, bye. What does happen if you type men while they're doing... Men... World... Oh, bloody hell.